Will you dedicate yourself to telling the hard truths wrapped in grace? This is perhaps the most important of all the things that God asks us to do is, is to speak truth wrapped in grace. This is the first of two shows I dedicate this week to Dr. Zev Vladimir Zelenko, who didn't just speak truth, he practiced it in medicine. And there are hard truths that we have been conditioned to not speak, even me. And I don't mean to say I'm some big, brave truth teller. It's just that I'm in the business of speaking for a living. And we've just been conditioned. I'm done. I'm done with the conditioning. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And he gave us voice, gave us conscience, lent us all these things to steward, did the Lord. And to have truth and not speak it is to steal. Thou shalt not steal. And to have the truth and to not speak it is, in fact, stealing. Takes brave partners to do a program like this. Soda Weight Loss is one of those brave partners at sodaweightloss.com. They reached out to us to introduce you to them and them to you. And so far, it's been a fantastic relationship with people very, very happy to drop unwanted fat from their bodies. Sodaweightloss.com. I want to just get straight into um, one of the last things that Dr. Zev Vladimir Zelenko said. And he became very sick with cancer. He has passed. He's a guy who just simply refused to buckle. And it's fascinating that the Zelenko protocol, as it became named in response to COVID, is first of all, a life-saving series of measures. And second of all, second of all in many cases, some real strong doses of common sense and good old-fashioned medicine. But that's the era in which we live, where that stuff is not to be practiced. So without stretching it longer, I want you to hear this from Dr. Zelenko. It's a relatively long clip. And it's not just relatively important. It's vitally important. It's pretty obvious what's going to happen right now. The World Health Organization, which is essentially funded by the sociopath Gates, is gaining uh, more and more power over sovereign nations. Gates mess messaged, messaged, I think five or six months ago, that smallpox is a big threat. And then uh, supposedly was eradicated in 1980. And it was only found in two labs in uh, America and in Russia, in DSL level four labs, um, the highest maximum security labs. And yet five days after the sociopath criminal Gates uh, said his prophetic words, a few vials of smallpox were found in an unsecure refrigerator in a uh, Merck laboratory in Philadelphia. And so it, it's not surprising to me now that we're seeing monkeypox. Uh, I anticipate 
uh, um, global panic about it. This will be the next media or narrative that uh, will continue the fear campaign to and lockdown campaign and mass campaign to uh, create anxiety, isolate you from people you love, and dehumanize you with with uh, these uh, face diapers. And so this is their playbook, and they're going to keep on uh, sending wave after wave of their evil agenda until we make internal resolutions to kick the evil out from within us. We should, in my opinion, uh, denounce the worship of false gods, the god of technology, the god of science, the god of uh, corrupt governments, money, power, fame, and reconcile our hearts with our creator who's making us anew every instant in time. Beautiful statement, uh, the way he put that, Dr. Zelenko. The truth-telling. Monkeypox, as you know, is largely a problem for men who have sex with men. And just look at the CDC refusing to tell men who have sex to men, with men to stop for a little while. You remember the, the two weeks to flatten the curve? It was shut down the entire economy except for big business shut down all small businesses shut down the lives of kids we just talked about last hour how to create mass murderers the lockdowns have broken the brains of countless kids and they are the most brutal one of the most brutal aspects of the covid the most brutal being the forced injections but those were brutal so they are not willing to say for two weeks, stop having sex man to man. They, in fact, go so far as to publish booklets on here's how to have sex man to man. Because this is a sacred thing for them. Homosexuality is sacred to them. It is not sacred biblically. It is a sin biblically. As is adultery and coveting your neighbor's wife or your neighbor's house, as is taking the name's Lord in vain, the Lord's name in vain. All these things are sin. None of them are special sins to be fantasized about or fetishized. But homosexuality is sacred to the party. And it's not just sacred in terms of, you know, don't don't hurt people mentally or physically because they're same-sex attracted. And of course, that's true. We should not do that. But up to and including the fact that they can't even tell them to stop having sex with each other. As monkey, as monkey pox spreads. But they had no problem with everything else being shut down and, in fact, destroyed. The, the church attendance in the country took a massive hit. And already we have in the United States very, very small numbers of people with biblical points of view. I think it's 30, 30 what is it, 34% of pastors have a biblical worldview. 
So for those of us with a biblical worldview and a deep concern that other people live, um, you know, forever with the Lord Jesus, that's tough. Another truth is we are a heteronormative species. That's biologically inarguable. We're hetero, heteronormative, meaning that we wouldn't exist without heterosexual relationships. Now, of course, the party wants to change that. The, the party deeply wants to change all of this. They want to re-engineer re all of this. So from the COVID lies to the refusal to stop, you know, to ask men to stop having sex with men for a couple of weeks, to, to let monkeypox die out, to the promotion of homosexuality. The party is absolutely wedded to this, but why? Well, part of it is a misplaced compassion. And there's a lot of people with that misplaced compassion. And I've had that misplaced compassion. Because this, this device the devil uses, this division device is so potent and so real. Because I don't want to be the guy involved in what decisions you make physically with another adult. I don't care. Except I care. I don't want to be the guy sticking my nose into your bedroom and I'm not gonna. And I want to speak truth. And, and the truth is that we as human beings um, have to, in some way or another, manage our fleshly desires, mitigate them, have to, or we'd have a collapsed society because sometimes the fleshly desire is to smack somebody in the face. And that's a fleshly desire that we have to manage. Sometimes the fleshly desire is sexual. The devil loves to use that. All of us, to some degree or another, deal with the corralling of our desires. The more successful we are at that, the better our lives. The more successful we are at that, the less chaotic our lives. The more successful we are at that, the more focused we can be on things that are fruitful for us. It's interesting how... Life well lived so often can be reverse engineered to say, wow, that looks a lot like the Ten Commandments. It's interesting that the God of the universe who designed the Ten Commandments also designed the, designed the physicality behind sexuality and other fleshly desires. See, the sacred cows that we're not to speak of, we've all been conditioned this way. Every single one of us has been conditioned to just watch our lip. And it is out of a fear of hurting. And gosh, I get it on these topics, these personal topics. But if you just go back to COVID as an example, let's look at this. I, I, I remember when I first became aware of the design of the injections and I, it occurred to me that, wait, this doesn't seem right. Wait, it's, they're, they're going to cause your body to produce the poison. What? That doesn't seem right. And I did the research, and we'll talk about this in detail later this week, because there's so, so much news on the COVID front. It's, it's clearly harming people's ability to reproduce. It's clearly harming people's ability to hold on to babies, or I should say women to hold on to babies. It's clearly doing all this. We'll get into that, that stuff. Um, in fact, we'll do that tomorrow. This is a broader scope. But I remember looking at that and going to Twitter 
back when Twitter didn't censor everything I said, or I mean, shadow banned me and going back and saying something about the design of this stuff. And I'm not going to be taking it. I, I, I trust my natural immunity and getting screamed at by conservatives, some of whom used to work in talk radio saying, what's happened to you? What's wrong with you? You have so much talent in radio and here you are now trading conspiracy theories. And it wasn't a conspiracy theory to say, wait a minute, you're going to cause my body to produce not even the virus, but a portion of it. And it's a conspiracy theory that I'm looking at that saying, I don't think that's going to work. And secondly, I've read the filing papers. How many of you, and I'm asking you this out of absolute love, how many of you have the same inclination? Please admit this internally, at least. Just, just please pray on this. Did you have suspicions about it and say nothing? Why? Because the cost seems so high. You know, I can't go into detail on this because it's not my story to tell. One day, perhaps my daughter will tell this story. My wife had an instinct about someone in, uh, in our midst. And my wife's instinct turned out to be right. And that person never should have been in our midst. And that person did incredible harm. And I bear responsibility for bringing the person to our midst. It's, it's, it's the thing for which I still struggle to forgive myself. She should have spoke up. Now, would I have hurt her and agreed? Perhaps not. Perhaps my pride would have been in the way. I thought I was witnessing to somebody. I was just showing off. I wasn't even witnessing. So the case of the injections, let's go to um, just a, a statement that happened in the Texas State House. It was a subcommittee. This was around, um, I believe it was around June of 2021. And there was a discussion about the testing of the injections on animals. And here's part of that discussion. Asked, what was it? it? And have you seen any other vaccine that was put out for the public that skipped the animal test? Never before. Skipped. Especially for children. And as I've what I've read, they actually started the animal test. And because the animals were dying, they stopped the test. Correct. Folks, I think that's important to understand there that, that what we're talking about is the American people are now the guinea pigs. This is the test program that's going on. They, they didn't do the human testing and they stopped the animal test because the animals were dying. And then they turned it out for the public and we are now looking at, at businesses that want to mandate that this experimental vaccine be given to people as a condition of their employment the pharmaceutical industry is largely evil it is it's largely evil uh in in large part it means no one but their shareholders any good they're, they're killing people the overproliferation of antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds um, is causing a profound effect on people um, turning to suicide and, and harming others. And these pills may well be in the top pills, not just pills, but may well be in the top five causes of death. Now, we're never going to hear that. The media is completely owned by pharmaceutical companies. They just are, they cannot speak out, even Fox, not to the degree that they should. But in that piece... She's talking about the abandonment of tests. 
Reuters in June of 2021 said, fact check, COVID-19 vaccines did not skip animal trials because of animal deaths. So here's the first paragraph of their piece. Post claiming that COVID-19 vaccine producers skipped animal trials due to the animals in those trials dying are false. Pfizer and BioNTech and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson, which have been granted emergency authorization use by the FDA in the United States, all conducted animal trials and had no significant safety concerns to report. Now, let's take that report and let's phrase that another way. Police say the suspect came at them with a gun. Police say the suspect was armed. According to police, the suspect made threats before firing at officers. According to police... However, the Trump administration claims when it's pharma, it's not according to Pfizer or according to Moderna. Moderna Moderna spokespeople say they did this. The media in this country is in there. It's a controlled environment. Now, what we know about the Pfizer test now, they tried to hide for 75 years. Not only did they drop tests after tests, they relied on animal testing, uh, like 13 rats in France to say that it was safe for pregnant women. And then they dropped the tests because the rats were dying. They didn't even look at the gestated babies. They, they, they killed the rats and then they examined the, 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 the fetuses that were never allowed to mature. That's abandoning animal testing. We know that now. I've linked to that five or six times. We know that now. Dr. Zelenko talked about all of this. And for some reason... We in the conservative community are really the only ones who know who Dr. Zelenka was. Because of this ownership of people's minds and this ownership of media. I'm done with the conditioning. I will never trust big pharma or public health again. How could we? Here's another example. This is now, and we talked about this last hour, but we'll go into more detail here, far more detail. We're being told to trust a man in charge of our nuclear waste on a federal level. This man is to keep us safe, keep the nuclear safe, uh, nuclear waste locked up to a degree that it doesn't threaten public health. We are to trust this man despite what has to be described as a mental illness or criminal inclination or something deeply, deeply evil. It's not the fact that he likes to walk around dressed in dresses. And that's happened from time to time, although that's connected to it. If you have some deep desire as a man to be seen as a woman, then you have some mental Ill- you have some mental illness. You have some mental problems. If it's a deep, deep desire and it's something you constantly do and you perform this way and this is how you want to be seen, there's something wrong. Is it violence? Usually not. 
Should it keep you out of public service? Well, let's talk further about the detail here. Soda Weight Loss, they mentioned at the uh, top of the show, Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. There's the personalities. I don't talk enough about this. They're healthcare providers by background. And when they moved to Texas and began this thing down in Texas, they started with a healthcare basis. What do I mean? They went and said, how are we going to keep ourselves accountable? What is our metrics for success? And they laid some things out. At Soda Weight Loss, at SodaWeightLoss.com, they can tell you how much unwanted fat you drop you from, from your body in a given time. How much per week? And how much is too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they'll say that. All right, let's slow it down. Losing too much fat. Why? Because you're going to boomerang. Let's get right back into the range where we're at. Now, when you do this stuff on your own, it's tempting to go, man, I lost 10 last week. Let's lose 12. That stuff will boomerang. And they know that. The other thing they do is they immediately open themselves up for reviews. Now, of course, there's all sorts of services for reviews. But what I mean by that is they read them. (laughs) What I mean by that is they harvest them and read them. And they reach out to people because they want to make themselves accountable. And the next thing they did is they paid real attention to what's working. And what worked was, hey, you know what? We don't need people to come into the office. They'd always wondered, could we do this remotely? So they tracked the results and they found out, you know what? People are dropping just as much unwanted fat, but they're spending just half the time. No driving back and forth. So they built their program around that. Then it gets down to the personalities. Again, you're going to work with the nutritionist. You know, not a receptionist, nothing against receptionists. I don't even know if that's a title anymore. You'll work with, you'll work with nutritionists who will treat you like an individual because your body is so far different from mine. I've lost 150 pounds. I've kept it off. My wife is incredibly happy, incredibly successful with soda weight loss. I've got another family member on it now. This weekend, I talked to two people who've joined in person and get a whole bunch of emails from people being very successful at soda weight loss at sodaweightloss.com. The person who is in charge of our nuclear fuel, we talked about this, we touched on it last hour. Last hour is a very intense show. I'm, I'm still, ah, I didn't personalize this. Sometimes shows like last hour talking about the shooting and, and how you create a mass murder. Sometimes those are really sort of exhausting shows. I have to be just, I have to level with you. If I sound exhausted, it's really because of topical matter like that. Someone asked me the other day, what's, what's show prep like? Well, oftentimes show prep is fun. It's stuff I'd read anyway. When you're dealing with this level of stuff, it's not as much fun, but I dedicated this to Dr. Zev Vladimir Zelenko and he was tired as well. You know who else was tired? The Maha at the end of his life, he was tired unless he was on the radio. When he was on the radio, I challenge you to listen back to that time period of Rush and ever hear him sounding tired. He did things on the radio that the best radio host can't do when they're perfectly healthy. Zelenka was the same way. The energy that man had, that zeal he had for truth and for caring and for delivering healthcare. So dedicating this to Zelenko. This guy, Sam Brinton, who's been hired by the Biden administration to guard, to help keep safe our, our nuclear waste, has problems. If you are a man and you love walking around dressed as a woman and you like to perform this way, perhaps this is a thing you do from time to time. But if this is an obsession 
And it's something that you must broadcast and you must at all times be seen this way. This was the picture this man wanted to have when he took this high level federal position. It was on purpose. I'm going to take a picture in a dress in my office with my full makeup on because this is who I am and I love this. Okay, maybe we can allow that. We can't stop it. It's this person's choice, this man's choice to do this. But when we get down to some more of his points of view, these are not balanced points of view. So another sacred cow, I'm done pretending. I am absolutely over pretending that the party, at least the leftist portion of the party, is not absolutely 100% committed to normalizing adults having sex with children. They are 100% focused on that. Now, I want to be very clear. That doesn't mean it's teachers. Teachers get sucked up into the compassion thing the same way they do around heteronormativity and the, the, the way they do around the transgender lie. But when you had Gavin Newsom sign into law a bill making it easier for men to have sex with boys, that's normalizing it. It's legalizing it. It's steps from promoting it, which will be next. It will be next. So why would I bring this up with this guy? Well, first of all, this is a sound of Sam Brinton dressed in a dress, wearing a headdress, and it's a foofy kind of dress that he has to pick up when he stands up on the stand to perform in front of people and listen to him talk about Daddy Fauci. I didn't realize I was supposed to leave leading you, so I kind of have this more as a solo, but uh, we're going to go with it. So that's where we are. That's what I prepared for, so that's what we're going to go with. Um, I like to think of Daddy Fauci looking down on us uh, and singing this type of a song to the young people in his life each and every day for the many things that he has done. So. so Daddy Fauci, and I'll save you the song. You're welcome. Sam Brinton did that, Daddy Fauci, but also did this. He wrote, well, for, to start with this, and this is from the National Pulse. There's a link if you doubt this, because why wouldn't you? He lectured on kink at college campuses and participated in interviews about fetish role play. So let's, let's add this up. This is a man who is apparently obsessed with dressing in dresses and being seen as, as gender non non gendered. Although to his credit, he still calls himself Sam Brinton who in his official picture has to take it in, in what they would call drag has to do that who goes to college campuses with young people and delivers lectures about kink because it is vitally important to this man to explain what, and to forgive my, forgive me for being blunt. It's important for this man to go lecture on what gets him off. That's vital information for college students to have that Sam Brenton is sexually aroused by the following or that Sam Brenton admires others who are sexually aroused by this. One of the things he wants to talk about is role-playing in sex. Now, it's not a mistake, of course, that role-playing in sex, perhaps this happens in marriages. I'm not, again, I don't want to be the guy in your bedroom. I don't care, but I care. The reason I care is because there's a biblical description of marriage and there's a biblical description of what sexual union is. And it is a becoming of one flesh with two human beings in the thing closest we'll ever get to understanding in any way what it is to create life. We don't create life. It is created through us with God at the center of this. That's the design. And the further the species moves from that design, the more chaos ensues. 
the more instability ensues because you move further and further away from the owner's manual. Are you, sh- hey, Bob, are you sure you're okay having that uh, that French fry oven, that deep fried French fry of, uh, fryer in the backseat of your F-150 uh, cab series? Yeah. Hey, are you sure you're okay with that second engine mounted on top of the first with the headers going through the cabin? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, man. It works. The further you move away from the owner's manual, the more sort of trouble you're asking for. So he did these lectures. And then he, in the advocate, published in September 15th, and this is again from the National Pulse who surfaced this, Biden's top nuclear hire dives into defense of rentboy.com, a website which was shuttered following an August 2015 illegal prostitution raid. (laughs) All right. Illegal how? Uh, Well, you know, uh, rent... Rent boy is a colloquial term for young men who have sex with older men in exchange for money, often under dubious circumstances. And often, it seems, without a real stringent checking of ID to make sure that they're not children. Not not super stringent. So, let's add this up. A guy who is apparently obsessed with being seen in a dress and makeup who likes to go talk to kids in their 20s about, and again, forgive me for being blunt, what gets him off and about kink and role play and all sorts of different ways to have sex. None of them under the biblical way of having sex, and that's his freedom. He gets to be as non-biblical as he wants. He gets to live apart from God as he wants. God is is pro-choice, not in terms of abortion. He, He abhors it, but he could stop it. God could stomp it out tomorrow. Good start with Roe versus Wade. He could stomp it out tomorrow, but he won't because God is filling up all sorts of cups of wrath. And, and, and he, he's talked about this in the Bible. Hey, I am anxious to forgive. I'm a righteous God, but one day those cups are full and I got to pour them out somewhere. So he writes this piece saying called the real ramifications of the rent boy raid. And the raid was by Homeland Security officials. And they went and they shut this place down because it wasn't, of course, being stringent, as I said, on checking to make sure that the, um, that the, the, the young men in there were not, in fact, boys. So some of the things that Sam Brinton wrote about this were that it, it is that shutting it down is more dangerous than the website ever was. Here we go. His quote from his piece, again, from the National Pulse. Sex work disappropriately affects the LGBT community. Transgender people engage in sex work at a rate 10 times that of of cisgender women. That cisgender is is a nonsense phrase. It's gobbledygook. It means nothing. There's no such thing as a cisgender woman. There are men and there are women. Cisgender is nonsense. And many LGBT youth engage in sex work just to survive. A 2013 Center for American Progress reports suggest that LGBT youth are more than three times as likely to have gauged in survival sex. Okay, let's parse this now with the guy who runs or it helps run keeping our nuclear, our spent nuclear fuel safe. He looks at this and says, hey, kids who've been conned into thinking they're the opposite sex 
who have been affirmed for hating their bodies, who've had a psychosis celebrated and affirmed by doctors, who are engaged in underage sex, are being affirmed in that decision, calling it survival, calling it work. They need to be protected so they can continue all these activities. The problem here in his mind is there's any stoppage of these activities. It's, he doesn't write this with a good Lord. Children have been conned into becoming gender defiance. My gosh, they're selling their bodies. They're allowing adults to sexually pleasure themselves using these kids' bodies. We have to stop this. No, in Sam Brinton's mind is we need more websites like this. This is how you keep these kids safe is you let them sell their bodies so adult men can sexually gratify themselves. That's how you keep these kids safe. From what, Sam Brinton? From monkeypox? Nope. From HIV AIDS? Nope. From psychological damage? Nope. From being further traded down the rat hole of sex work that ends in ultimate acts of defilement? Nope. From picking the wrong guy out of the wrong ad and ending up getting strangled to death? Nope. But he runs, helps keep our nuclear fuel safe because he's perfectly mentally balanced. I'm absolutely done. Absolutely done with the sacred cows. I can't cure people like Zelenko did. We're all in the body of Christ. We're all given certain talents. Sometimes the talent is like a fingernail and it's just as important. My talent is like, what, a thumb? Lord has given me? Because I'll tell you what, when the apocalypse comes, ain't nobody going to be saying, hey, can you do a podcast for us? In an email, a rentboy.com employee speaking about the Asia market ads said, and this is me quoting, I'm not taking the Lord's vain, name in vain, I'm quoting, Christ, talk about copyrighted and underage pies, tons in the area, always. Pies is a phrase for kids in the pedophile world. We're, we're not supposed to know that because that's conspiracy stuff. Underage and copyrighted. And this is what Sam Brinton defended. And he is the guy who likes to call Fauci, Daddy Fauci. I didn't realize I was supposed to leave leading you. So I kind of have this more as a solo, but uh, we're going to go with it. So that's where we are. That's what I prepared for. So that's what we're going to go with. Um, I like to think of Daddy Fauci looking down on us uh, and singing this type of a song to the young people in his life each and every day for the many things that he has done. So. Perfectly mentally balanced. Not a danger at all to us. Deserves that job. Canada is fallen. I said it months ago. I'll, I'll say it again because I'm, I'm uh, Zelenko-like. I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. No filter. That's what Zelenko did. Oh, it's not even on a medical topic, really. Although it kind of is. Has to do with your guns in Canada. And of course it will wash down to here. 
there is um, in, in all of this, there is also this, this truth and gosh, forgive me for a partner announcement and winding programming into it. Let me, let me tell a brutal, just brutal, brutal truth. Um, Alan's Artisan Soaps. Um, they, uh, I'll tell you one of the things they're doing for businesses here in a second. If you're a business owner, keep your ears on. Gosh, did I just say that? <laughs> I grew up on CB radios. Did you know that? Um, my dad, when he moved away from the house, we moved out of my mom's house and, and made that terrible mistake, although it yielded me a, a great half-brother. When he moved out, we used to talk on CB radio. Keep your ears on, he would say to me. Keep your ears open. Keep your ears on. I'll be, uh, I'll be hitting, the, uh, hitting the radio around 7.30. Keep your ears on. All right, let me refocus. So keep your ears on if you're a business owner. I'm going to tell you something that Allen's Artisan Soaps is making available to you. It's super, super cool. Here's the blunt part. Totally blunt. This young man I talked to last week, Alan, from Alan's Artisan Soaps, the, the chief soap officer who is responsible for the invention of many, many of their scents. The new scent, Lilac Applewood, is knockout good. There are doctors who would have gone to, to John and his wife. John is Alan's dad and would have said, you must kill this child. This child is going to be high up on the autism scale in all likelihood because of all these physical maladies we see. You must kill this child. And John and his wife said, no. And now Alan is this smiling, happy young man. Young, he's, he's going to be 12. I've been saying 13. He's actually going to be 12. I saw him swimming in a pool the other day. Imagine having the physical maladies that Alan does and then swimming and being weightless, effectively weightless and able to move without pain. So joyful. And he uses this talents. Remember we talked about being the body of Christ. There's things Alan will never do. He'll never speak well or be understood. He'll never dance. But dang it, he invents great soaps. He works hard. He smiles. And there's something else. He inspires. He's not a mascot. But it inspired his father to create a company that is focused on employing people like Alan as proof that anyone can do it. It's alansoaps.com slash Todd. And here is what they're doing for business owners. Lots of listeners have asked them, hey, how can I use Alan Soaps as gifts? So they've created a DIY gift pack. It comes with 24 soap bars of your choice, 20% off, 24 hand stamped craft handle bags with 50 sheets of tissue paper, a checkout. The old, a checkout only option is to add 24 soap pouches or soap racks also at 20% off. Add your business cards to these in a thank you note. So if you're a business owner and you want to thank people for supporting your business, how about if you also turn around and support Allen's Soaps? Allen's Artisan Soaps. It's allensoaps.com slash Todd. The dictator of Canada is a young man on absolute psychological tilt because he is experiencing complete and unfettered power. Canada is in danger and the people in Canada are equally in danger. There are political prisoners in Canada, north of us. I talked about the dad who had to go to prison because he refused to pretend his little girl was a boy. There's now this. One of the Freedom Convoy founders, Tamara Litch, has been arrested um, and, and, and charged with breaching the, the, the conditions of her bail. What did she do? <laughs> she brought truckers 
to Ottawa to protest the complete shutting down of Canadian society, any part of the Canadian society that's helpful. Oh yeah, just like the rest of the globe, big business kept going, abortions kept going, all that stuff kept going, alcohol, pot, that kept going. Churches were shut down, they're still shut down. There's still pastors in prison in Canada. Canada has political prisoners. This is the this this is the western hemisphere. This is the North American continent with political prisoners. And Justin Trudeau is a young man absolutely experiencing absolute power and the absolute corruption that comes with it. And Canada's in danger. Oh, yeah, sure. There's political prisoners here as well. We'll talk about that. This is Justin Trudeau slipping and telling the truth. And these are such instructive moments. This comes from Rebel Media. Trudeau is is with some other world bosses. And the other world bosses are sitting around patting each other on the back about, hey, how, how stringent was your lockdown? How much did you mess with people? And here's Trudeau. Listen so closely to the word that slips out of the boy dictator's mouth. Uh, or whether it's our most uh, recent initiative on uh, banning, uh, sorry, on freezing uh, the market for firearms, uh, which will... Uh, start moving us in the right direction over the medium and long term. Uh, these are things that uh, you all had voices in, and I'm really excited about uh, not just hearing about the impacts of these things, but talking about uh, how we continue to move forward. Uh, because, yeah. So he goes on to say there's disagreement about gun control, and but we all agree that our kids have to be safe and our neighborhoods have to be safe. He doesn't agree with that. He doesn't think the neighborhoods need to be safe. How do we know this? Because in Canada, they will not stop. They will not ask men who have sex with men to stop. In Canada, they will not stop the normalization of men gratifying themselves sexually on the bodies of children. Those don't create safe neighborhoods. In Canada, they won't stop the over-proliferization of pharmaceuticals. In Canada, they won't stop the over-proliferated over use of cannabis. And we talked about that in detail last hour. He doesn't care about safety. If he cared about safety, he'd be guarding his borders in a more stringent way. Although it's more, more stringent than the United States for that matter. He is a young man, unbelievably stoned on power and unstoppable in his mind. And Canada's in danger and I'm done pretending. Vladimir Zelenko didn't pretend. He told the truth. This is one of the things we can do now for Zelenko's memory is be truth tellers and wrap it in grace to do what we can. I don't know how graceful that was about Justin Trudeau, but I'll say it this way. Justin Trudeau has fallen victim to one of Satan's oldest tricks. Justin Trudeau has been shown the world. All of this can be yours. All of it can belong to you, Justin. He has foibled. He has fallen. He has been fooled. He's been tricked. He's been conned, hoodwinked, if you like, by the greatest hoodwinker there is, a liar, a thief, and a murderer, into mistreating his citizen base, the people of Canada. There is no, no good from this. It's apart from the father. Justin Trudeau cannot be fixed until Justin Trudeau repents. 
Justin Trudeau is not the sort of person to repent because Justin Trudeau has tasted godhood with a small G. And he likes it, likes the taste of it. Many people do. Maybe all of us do. United States, Dr. Simone Gold is in prison or going to be in prison. Yeah, she, uh, uh, you know who Dr. Gold is, right? She was one of the truth tellers about COVID. She's one of the people who said, hey, we can do early treatment. She's one of the doctors who said, not all these people need to die. She's one of the doctors who said, wait a minute, this is a 99.87% survival rate. Why are we acting otherwise? Why are we not talking about age stratification? Why are we not talking about high levels of vitamin D? Why are we not talking about the fact that the lower your vitamin D, the more likely you are to die from this disease? Why are we not talking about obesity? Why are we pretending children are at risk? Why aren't we using hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and other treatments? Why aren't we simply telling people to go get intravenous vitamin C and high dose vitamin D, which works as well? Why are we pretending we don't have these tools? She went to DC on January 6th because she was supposed to give a speech. The speech was canceled. She was told, hey, there's big problems up at the Capitol. We can't have you speak. She joined in a crowd of thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people walking to the Capitol. President Trump had said, proceed there peacefully. She was amongst people who were let into the Capitol. The cops let her in. Just as they let a bunch of people in, we all watched it happen. Simone Gold didn't vandalize. She didn't break anything. She took out a piece of paper or pieces of paper and she delivered her speech because she realized it was the only time she'd be able to deliver the speech for which she came to D.C. And there were people there who wanted to hear Simone Gold speak. When officers told her to stop, she top stopped. When officers told her to leave, she left. That's all not disputable since there's video evidence. She's to be imprisoned for 60 days. There are political prisoners in the United States of America. The January 6th prisoners at this point are political prisoners. I grew up believing that only Cuba and, and China and North Korea had political prisoners. That's no longer the case. Our country does. This United States has political prisoners and Joe Biden intends to make it worse the people who run him are going to continue to go and arrest people in Trump land and break in doors in Trump land. I cannot cure like Zelenko did. I cannot persuade like Rush did. God rest him. God rest Zelenko. I can only speak truth. And you know what's great? So can you. It's so hard and it's so hurtful on topics like homosexuality because it always always, always delivers hurt when people who've been taught to believe that if you disagree with indulging that sexual desire, if you think that desire should not be indulged, then you are sentencing them to a lifetime of loneliness. And I can understand that. It seems so lonely. God himself, through the Apostle Paul, said that there are those amongst us who should not marry and should instead devote our lives to Christ. Well, we should all devote our lives to Christ, but there are those who should not marry. Paul was not married. How did he deal with that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you deal with that. 
I know that people do. But all of us, in some degree or another, corral our physical desires. And if you say you don't, I question your truthfulness. Now, as we age or as we become closer to the Lord, those things become less important to us. That drive goes away, thank the Lord. We all corral our needs, our, our jealousies to some degree, or we live in utter hatred. We all corral and, and manage or mitigate our, our tendency to look at what other people have and say, oh, I want that. How come they have that and I don't? Well, we don't all do that. There are some people who have sentenced themselves to great, great bitterness and great, great disappointment throughout their life because they've never learned how to turn those feelings over to the Lord and to have the spirit fill them to replace those feelings. And so they live in this just vital, vital jealousy and anger. And guess what? The party wants jealous, angry, afraid, terrified, and desperate people because that's the only way that they get to be gods and they fully intend to be godlike. It's interesting that that would seem a controversial statement, isn't it? Given everything we're watching, go on. And so let us just remember this. There is only one God. He laughs. He laughs at Bill Gates thinking he creates things. Bill, you're just moving molecules around, just moving numbers around God created. You've never created a thing, my friends. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And as always, let's make a great effort to be right with God. God.